0: Welcome to the Peterson's Bowhunting Podcast. All bowhunting, all the time. Now, here are your hosts, Editor Christian Berg and Associate Editor Mark Demko.
1: All right, welcome to the Bowhunting Podcast. We are all bowhunting, all the time. I'm here with Associate Editor Mark Demko, and I kind of feel like tonight, Mark, the Bowhunting Podcast has arrived.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> a pretty exciting evening here. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: We're hanging at the Peterson's Bow Hunting Studio, and we've got some awesome guests. We've been talking about this for a while, yeah. guys, mm-hmm. and I'm thrilled to be able to do this. We got Kurt Geyer and Clint Casper from Working Class Bow Hunter. Yeah. Uh, of course, Clint is no stranger if you're a, a Peterson's Bow Hunting uh, reader, but Kurt, you know, I think this is your first time with us. Yeah, it is. It and, is. Uh, man, I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you having me. I was fortunate enough to be in
2: one of Clint's articles in the magazine mm-hmm. for the bear hunt a couple yep. of, uh, last year. Yeah, last year's um, article. So thank you guys for that. Um, so that's like my shining Peterson's bowhunting moment. Up to this point, I got recognized at the show. You did for couple, being in the magazine here a couple
1: times, and that's exciting.
2: Yep. Um, so yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, yeah, so let's set the stage. You guys are happen to be in Harrisburg, right? Clint, yep. you, you live in Ohio, yep, Kurt, you're in Illinois. Yep. Um, you know, lots of folks who are listening, I'm sure, know about working class Bowhunter, hunter, Hopefully. but you're in town here for the great American outdoor show. And it's yep. funny because you know, you talked about being recognized for being in the magazine, but like. Man, you guys are just blowing it up over there. I mean, your booth is like a frenzy. You're blocking yeah. up traffic. Well, I'm glad you think that's fun, right? It's cool yeah. like
2: people that listen and come over Absolutely. and like, hey, I like
1: what you guys do. Yep.
2: Cause uh I mean it's just it, it helps keep you going. We're doing it regardless. Yep. But it helps like when you get kind of that recognition of mm-hmm. that people like what we're doing. We're having fun. So yep. it's cool, people like hearing it. So it's uh it's pretty cool. We're in a I don't know, we're really thankful for the position that we're in.
1: Well, we're excited about, you know, talking today and just some of the collaborations that we've discussed. You know, when we talk... We always come back to Clint how it's like old school yep. meets new school because yep. Peterson's <laughs> bow hunting yeah. yeah. has been yeah. around for yeah. a long time right. and we've right. been killing trees for like forty some years <laughs> <Yeah>. and, and <laughs> that's, that's a good way to I mean <laughs> yeah it, it, right. it, that's that's you know, a fair mean, statement I mean I've, I've uh, yeah. killed a few with broadheads over the years <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. I'm sure we've my head at <laughs> right. first oh, yeah. magazines yeah <laughs> but but mostly you know with that's true with the printing press you know and here's working class bow hunters. And this is this is where I really want to start, Mark. You know, because it's an interesting story. I'm um, actually going to ask you a question. First question yeah. I have for you, and I'm glad you're not a, a woman because I wouldn't be allowed to ask oh, you this. Thank God. But, I think, <laughs> but I, like, <laughs> I think, but the <laughs> verdict's still out. Yeah, so, we don't hey, know. You hey, don't we're, know that. New times. <laughs> yeah, totally you don't why. know. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> how old are you, Kurt? I'm 31. Okay, so 31 years mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. and. You obviously grew up bowhunting, you're, yeah. you're a hardcore outdoors person, yeah. but 31 years old and you just recently left your quote unquote real job yeah. to do yeah. working class bowhunter full time. So that's, that's right. Yeah. You guys started WCB when?
2: Uh, seven years ago in March. So coming on seven years here. So
1: I remember talking to him at the ATA show. Mm-hmm. He told me a little bit about this and I'm like, well, you were a seven year overnight sensation.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but yeah. in all seriousness, right, yep. seven years of hard work, yep. but still a very young man. Yep. And mm-hmm. I just kind of want to go back and just throw it to you. Right. I don't want to do most of the talking today. today's how did this whole thing get started Mm -hmm. and and so over the course of seven years you went from an idea to having a booth at the biggest outdoor show in the country where you literally have people running to throw I mean, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I was at your <laughs> booth. People are literally taking their wallets out and throwing money at you to get your hats, your T-shirts. Yeah. You, you told me some people have been bringing you gifts. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Egg, yeah. The it's egg been armor. awesome. Yeah, it's been, I mean, just <laughs> hardcore listeners that, you know, they're like, hey, we make this. We want you to taste this, check it out, keep the bottle. You know, I mean, it, it's. Yeah. It's honestly, it's great. The amount of shirts, hats, koozies. Hey, yeah. I want a hat. My little boy wants a hat. We you sign both these? And we're like. What? Like, yeah. Sign the yeah. hat. Sign the shirt. I don't want shirt. to ruin hats and shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, you want us to? You're gonna buy it and then sign it? Yes, yeah, sign them, please. We're. It's. Yeah, it's like surreal, really. I you don't know? like it. Yeah, I don't like signing. It's. It's. Stuff. It's almost weird to like think that you come to this show to buy a hat from us and then you want us to sign it. It's. I mean, it's awesome, but you're
2: like. Well, you know what I think wait. is different now. Like I, I, we kind of talked about this before we yep. got on the podcast, Christian. Like the shift in outdoor media is kind of changing from like big TV. Uh, I mean it's still around, right? But um they're like the people in their niches are popular in their own ways. Right. And mm-hmm. Podcasts I think are a big factor and yep. like that changing. You know what I mean? Like the podcasts have brought exposure to people in their niches, yep. whether it's like saddle hunting, tree stand hunting, long mm-hmm. range rifle shooting, yep. um, or just what we do, like Clint yeah. with his motivational screaming at people on some of the episodes yeah. and, <laughs> like stuff like that. So Um, You know, I don't think there's like the one giant celebrity that everybody flocks to each time. It's it's, everyone's popular in their own niche now, a little bit. So, yeah. I don't know if that adds up, like if that makes sense what I'm trying to say. No, it's just,
1: you know, I I mean, I mentioned it during dinner, you know, we, we, um, it's like community. Yep. And and that's what you guys have seen. And, you know, you think about the last two years, the whole world has Mm -hmm. been like screwed up in a pandemic. And you guys have provided a community where people from Mm -hmm. all over the country, all over the world you know have connected through a love of bow hunting and yeah. you know it's probably been more important to a lot of your listeners than ever just because of the way the world's been
2: well i think that yeah for yeah. sure um the time and we're good yeah keep going. the time in, like right now with the, like the pandemic we're got the perfect form of media really because yep. guys that were working blue collar jobs that didn't have the luxury from working from home yep Still working, working. and we help them get through their job. But also, with our the the format of what we do, we're just talking how we talk, no matter what. Like, we're not getting on camera and then becoming robotic. Yep. And not and trying to act like we're not. Yeah, where we're just maintaining what we actually do. Now, we have gotten like some flack for that, but it's mostly from people we wouldn't want to hang out with anyway. Then most people are kind of like, man, I just like the, yeah. the number one compliment is I like how you guys just are who you are, yeah. authentic. And I'm not trying to be this welcome to the working class, but, and trying to just put on something that I'm not, you know. And it helped. We're a little different looking, like you know, I'm tattooed, a little out of the the norm for what a bow hunter's supposed to look like, you know. Um, and I think that's appealing to some guys that work blue collar mm-hmm. jobs that have tattoos and don't necessarily fit in with like the Ariat boots and cowboy hat style, you know.
1: Well, the working class is, you know, I told you, you know, in conversations that we've had in the past, like, I'm like, I don't know if you guys really thought that through or if you just happen to, like, stumble on greatness because Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's perfect because I said there's so many things you could do with that. You know, working class bow hunters, great, but, you know, you could have working class bass fishermen, working class, you know, rifle hunter, working class, whatever, (laughs) everybody... You know, unless you're Bill Gates. Even even a lot of millionaires like to pretend that they're working for you. Oh, for him. sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say,
3: how many of the Bill Gates want to act like they're sitting here? one about? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. the
2: reverse effect. Well, that's what, like, you know, back when we started the podcast or back when I started thinking about starting the podcast, I listened to podcasts and there wasn't a ton out there. So I looked up hunting podcasts to see what there was. And at the time, maybe there was one, but I didn't find it one that related to me and how I talked and how I felt. It would interest me to listen while I'm at work and, you know, spend my time listening to driving or whatever. So I worked a pretty crappy job when I started the podcast, like one I hated. So what were you doing? I worked for a quarry company, but I worked on the Mississippi River. I was kind of like a deckhand slash operator slash maintenance guy. So mm. I would run excavators and unload sand and rock barges. I would shovel sand. I was wrenching on old uh, stackers and pulleys and fixing ripped um, yeah. conveyor belts. And I just didn't enjoy it. It was miserable. It was wet. It was cold. It was yeah. sandy, mucky, just not fun. Just a tough environment. So, and podcasts got me through that job. Yeah. You know, like I remember being in the tunnel where the conveyor belt was, just shoveling, listening to old episodes of Joe Rogan and other, you know, mm-hmm. no hunting podcasts at the time. And that's what got me to the point where like I want to start a hunting podcast, but make it to where a guy that's doing a job like this. Would find it intriguing to yeah, listen to to get, get him through the too. day so when he gets off work or he's working through the weekend you know that gets him through to that so he then he can go hunt
1: i just want to do a little aside about rogan because we all know he's in the news right now yeah. yeah yeah i'm thinking that getting on rogan's probably like the last thing that you set out to accomplish that you haven't done
2: oh i don't know about that i mean do i think it would be I think it would be like the pivotal – I don't know. Like, yeah, that's a dream come true, right? And the you night. take the like,
1: call, right, if Joe called you? Oh, oh okay, yeah. Okay. But yeah. It, it would be – <laughs> Crazy not
2: to. That now for us would be like what it would be back in the day for a comedian being on Letterman or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. that. That's how I look at it. Like that would yep. be the big, you've made it, here yeah, you are. Because the exposure topic. that would bring would be absolutely oh, yeah. insane.
3: One just to come on a show – with the man i mean he i mean he's the podcast god
2: i mean he is i mean well joe rogan honestly for guys like us that podcast for a living um i guess that's weird to say right and i don't 100 percent podcast for a living that's complicated but because of joe rogan his show being so big Mm -hmm. and going on spotify and kind of bringing mainstream popularity to podcast allows our outdoor industry niche podcast to Be able to monetize and get traction. More people are in podcasts now than they ever were before mm-hmm. because of Joe Rogan. Like when we first started doing trade shows, we'd have the backdrop working class building a yeah. podcast, and guys would come up and be like, well, a "What's a podcast?" Now three years later, guys are like. I've heard of you guys, or I've yep. listened, or I'll subscribe. I listen yep. to podcasts on Spotify. Yep. It's, it's because so of Joe, Joe Rogan. Because the so doors and, have opened yeah. up because of Rose. Well, and
1: that's why they pay him so much, oh, yeah. to have him exclusive, because people are specifically going to their platform and yeah. go there to listen to him, Definitely. and then the idea is, right— Find other they, ones. they find a couple other things, yeah. which actually, similarly, you know, that's with this bugger over here with yeah. Casper, right? Because he does a lot of writing for me, yeah. does a lot of podcasting with you. And yeah. it's like, yeah. hey, you know, maybe if they see, you know, yep. you on the podcast, then they're going to check out the magazine. Or right, if they see sure. your articles in the magazine, then they're going to go check out the podcast because he's always wearing mark that's crazy working class bow hunter cap in all of his hero shop. <laughs> I need it's this that new I'm I'm working
3: <laughs> on you for a hoodie. Remind this guy. I want to get a, we
1: need some Hey, hoodies, listen I'm on a
2: guys young bucks not so young bucks we're the future, oh, man. Right. We got to rep the working class. Yeah. right? That's yeah, what that you're works. getting at with this, right? Oh uh, well, we hey, do need we need fresh,
0: fresh faces. Yeah. As I like to say, we're more seasoned seasoned. I like that. <laughs> I like
1: that <this>. like <laughs> guy right here. I like that. <laughs> I keep Mister Demko around because he's the elder statesman of this group. Elder statesman. Know? Elder <laughs> statesman. I like that.
0: And I'm getting older by the minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, that's what it's like. What's so cool about the hunting community is it doesn't matter what your age; yep. it's common interest, yeah. and everybody gets along like we're yep. all buddies. You know. A lot of my friends are a lot older yep. than me, and it's because, you know, growing up hunting, and I was the, the youngest one mm-hmm. in the group that I knew that liked it as much as yep. I liked it. So, yeah, I'd that's part of the fun of, like, the hunting community. I I don't have a ton of younger hunting friends. I feel like there's not as many guys that are probably into it like we are right. as young. And then right. I have good friends all the way up until whatever age. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's cool, like, the the variance in age in yep. the community. Well, the,
3: the amount of guys just in the circle between the magazine and the podcasts that are in their 50s and 60s right now that just picked up a bow or mm-hmm. picked up a gun three years ago because they listened to a podcast and was like, Yeah, oh, that sounds cool. Or they read a magazine and was like, wow, look at that. That's that's it. I mean, yeah. we have people today, a couple guys come up. You've been listening to a podcast? Nope. Just started hunting four years ago. You might have asked how old you are. One guy's like, I'm 57. At 53, I picked up a magazine and was like, you know what? This looks cool. I'm going to try it. It was a fly yeah. fishing magazine. That led into bow hunting. That led into, now he was asking me about elk hunting in Montana. Four years ago, he had never touched a bow in his life.
2: I mean, it's it's cool how, I
3: mean, the age isn't even like, you know, it's a thing, but it's not
2: because... Or guys that have just been hunted and then wanted to get more into it because of an episode they heard or an article. Or they picked up an article, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, that's where, you know, sometimes we joke around. I, I know I joke with my buddies a lot, like... Just my friends from around home, mm-hmm. you know, especially in hunting season, because right. you're traveling a lot and they yeah. give you a hard time. Oh, yeah. Because you, you get to go do some really cool things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I always joke, well, you know, it's tough, but I, I you know, we got to do this for the bow hunters of America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More reason to do it. Yeah. I <laughs> like that. But I mean, in all seriousness, it, it like what you just said, like, it, it's not, you know, that we're anything special. Right. But by sharing our experiences, not only our knowledge of of how to do it, but just the intensity or the elation Mm -hmm. or the challenge of it. And it does inspire other people. And so, I mean, but it's a privilege, it really is. Like I know you understand it, Mm You know, so like we'll we'll kind of jump back into that story. Like here you are working mm-hmm. on a barge on the Mississippi River, yeah. pretty much like hating your life for eight hours every yeah, day definitely. or ten or, or however many you are, were yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're listening to these other podcasts. So so mm-hmm. when did you be like, "Dang it, man, I- I'm going to start my own," and then mm-hmm. like I'm just going to like like your first podcast. Like tell me, like was it good?
2: No, oh no, no. <laughs> like the first, I mean, I don't ever. I mean, they probably weren't good for a long time, but. Like technical issues, right, was what I thought the main... I mean, it felt weird, right? It felt awkward talking into a microphone like people should be listening. It's awkward, like a weird feeling like why should anyone listen mm-hmm. to what I'm talking about? But I think that's also what kind of made it to where we just did how, what we do, how we are. We just... Yep. I just remain... Well, I think I, I did anyway, just remain who we are yeah. as a crew when we talk. we just yep. the same people and if people like it, great. If they don't, that's, you know, that's fine too, too. Yeah. But I think that's maybe the appeal is just... We're not putting on a a mask to uh, Mm -hmm. pretend to be like Mr. Industry or whatever, you know. Um, But also I think that was the appeal to guys that have real working class type blue collar gritty jobs to get them through the day is guys that talk like they talk and act like how they act. And maybe a little rougher around the edges from what the TV industry norm was, you know, and, you know, we work jury outdoors and like Marcus told me that he goes, we're there. They are those industry kind of clean cut Yeah, Bo- not, I don't know boxing is the right term but but we're the opposite, right? So it's a great supplement. We do that series on Deercast with mm-hmm. them and we do things and act a certain way and talk a certain way that would be really weird if all of a sudden they started doing that. Right. Sure. So right. well, and it's the, a great supplement. Yeah.
1: And, and the thing that I've noticed about your show is that you don't necessarily do in a given episode like hardcore talk about specific bow hunting tactics, technique tips, some of that might come up, but but, but you just have a lot of free form conversation yeah, and yeah. you might be joking around that has something nothing necessarily to do with You know, and and so that, you know, and I think that's different than even what we try to do, Mark, where, you know, we might be talking to a manufacturer about right. products, yep. or maybe I've got Randy Ulmer and we're talking yep. about some of his shooting yep. tips yep. or Bill Wing. You know, whereas you guys are more just like you say, it's just a bunch of guys sitting yep. around yep. in yep. the garage, yep. mm-hmm. open ha- mic enjoying open a mic Friday night. Yep. You well,
2: know? No, no script. The way I look at it is it's not a lecture. It's a, com- a conversation, and when you're in hunting camp, you know I'm not just grilling one guy in hunting camp on this. You know we'll talk about it. And I'll ask him because yep. genuinely I want to know. Um, but it's it's just a conversation that hopefully people can learn from. You know it's not. You know, a, a college lecture, like some are, and, and you know, that's, some are, that's great. Sometimes, right. you know, the real informative ones. There's a
3: place for that, that Well, style. over
2: time, I feel like, you know, we've done 500 episodes. Once, if you have 500 episodes of nothing, like, let me tell you how it's done. It's, it's a little, I think it's self-serving yeah. to who, like as a host. And also it's like taking medicine for the listener. The, and They don't want to just be shoved information all the time. If you can learn something with someone that's an expert, but we can make you laugh while we're interviewing or conversating with them, however you want to look at that, I think that's a win-win. And people actually get more out of it Mm. if you can make them laugh and kind of let them relax a little bit rather than just like information the whole time. Because I think when you get that, if you're driving, you're going to be like... I'll look at that over there, you yeah. kind of space out during it. But if you laugh and can be yeah. engaged, you're connected. kind of with the conversation, or you feel like you're in the camp yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. I feel like your episodes just hit different in a, in a good way. Like yeah. you actually absorb more, even though you don't feel like you're absorbing more.
3: Those times I listen to like an episode, you know, and I'll think that's something my buddy would say, you know, like yeah. I'll, I'll be laughing at something that Doug says, and I'm like, yeah, I could see like. Christian and I laughing about that, yeah. or my buddies in hunting camp at home, you know, like yeah. I immediately am like, that's something that so and so would say, like, well, and I'm well, laughing about the it. The best and, way I think to look just, like, at just it connect is it back,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, well, if you're like in college, if you go and you think back, like in my economics teacher, I had two economics one, economics two. Mm-hmm. The one that taught economics one was a guy that was just lecture you. And I just was like, space out and not, and I'd probably probably capture a third of what he said. Mm -hmm. And the other guy was real light and loose and he would joke around and joke about politics and whatever. And I think I learned three times as much from that guy.
3: Retained is probably way more. Because I didn't
2: feel like he was trying to force stuff down into my brain. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have that experience too. or maybe it's just how my brain works, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, absolutely. And Mm. I think that's that your your tone, your voice is what sort of Mm. sets you apart. Mm -hmm. You know, and obviously you have a very strong following. Mm. And I was wondering, what's the most interesting piece of feedback you've ever received from somebody good, bad or otherwise? It's a good question. Um, Interesting piece of feedback.
2: And a good good would be like just how they like how we are and talk Mm. and how it's just normal. I think bad, you know, we get we cuss a lot um, because it's just how we talk. Um, you know, of course, I know when to button up and do my right. job, yeah. especially here. It's like I'm yep. not dropping F-bombs right. like this. It's not my show right. to do
3: that, right? Oh, just like but now
1: all your regular listeners that come over here for this episode are going to be disappointed. Right?
3: No, they're not, yeah. though. They're not. That's <laughs> the good thing, though, because, uh, because this, is, this is your guys. This is a different— yeah. it's, it's a respect it's like the, We're the doing juries. our job. Yeah. It's like the juries, where our series, the CC— Original WCB, it's more kind of over here. The Drury's, it's a little different. It's clean. We're, 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 we're clean. This is clean. That's just, but this is your platform. We're having a good time. We're being ourselves. Just we're not talking maybe how we would talk on our platform because we're yeah. here with you. Well, we and get, that's
2: okay. People understand that. They respect that, well, I think. Probably the bad feedback we've gotten is uh, there's some people that don't like that we cuss and all that. Yeah. And some people, yeah. don't, some people don't like How I was talking about earlier, how we might do the side veer off and joke about something, or give each other shit about something, and then come back to it. Some people don't like that. To be honest, I get that. That's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But also, I wouldn't want to hang out with those type of people in hunting camp anyway. So I'm, and all we can be is who we are. Right. So if I would would, that's just not. If we adjust to that, then it's not our show.
1: What I think is probably, you know, I don't know if you've sat back and thought about this, but I think that one of your best assets is that you started this whole venture Mm -hmm. and grew it Mm -hmm. to sort of critical mass Mm -hmm. outside of the industry. And what I mean by that is, is. by the time you ever had anybody who wanted to write you a check Mm -hmm. to be affiliated with you, which I want to talk about, you know, because that's yeah. actually started to happen more and more, especially lately, yeah, for sure. um, you know, and because it, it does start to change things. Like, if you hadn't have established who you were, had your style, mm-hmm. had established your freedom and what you were all about, yep. you know, if you would have come at it from a corporate standpoint, you probably wouldn't have been able to do that from the get-go. No, But yep. because you weren't in that realm, yeah. you had already had established that. And then it was like, people know what they're getting when they work with you.
2: Yeah, I mean, now, you know, we, we've been approached by some great people in the industry. Like Chase Ralston from Redline Marketing is like the first guy who called me up yep. and was like, you guys are awesome. Like, this is just different from what's already out there. So I think Chase is a professional and he knows what, how he needs to evolve. He's ahead of the game. So I think he's seen that coming with podcasts and jumped on that with us and we just became really good friends, you know. Yep. But people who approach us as like a company, like, hey, we want to partner with you or talk about ad space on your show. They already know what we do. Yep. Um, And they like it. They like it. Yeah, they're reaching out. They get it. Yep. You know, and there's not one partner that we have that we don't have a personal relationship with them in some way. None of our partners are just a check. And, And as soon as you start taking just a check... That's when it becomes a problem, yeah. right? And we've talked about that a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, But it's like I can call anyone from any one of our partners, but like, hey, man, what's going on, man? What did you do last weekend? That type of thing, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a big, big difference. But yeah. they know how we are, and they know how that's how most people in the hunting community are. They work blue-collar jobs, and mm-hmm. they cuss in the hunting camp and drink a beer and yep. kick back. I mean, that's who's buying, That's i say 80% or more of who's buying these, Outdoor products for these brands and stuff like that. Maybe I'm wrong on that, you know, I'm guessing. Yeah. But from my perspective, it sure seems that way. Who yep.
1: was the who was your very first sponsor?
2: Um, we had a couple like small like discount um, product deals, you know. Like Uncle Ben's feed store. Yeah, some like <laughs> stuff like that, you <laughs> yeah, know. Like, <laughs> Uncle Ben's feed store. That's a good we one. had I mean, but a lot of them were like HHA Sports, Scent Crusher, some of those companies that started with like here's a product deal. Yep. Sure. Um, let's just feel you out because we, well, we honestly didn't have the numbers to be worthy well, of a check.
1: Well, and that's the whole influencer thing, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody yep. with an Instagram yeah. account, it doesn't matter what you into, you know, right. for us, it's bow hunting. Right. For somebody else, it could be golfing, yep. uh, motocross. Yep. I mean, that's what everyone wants to start. With. Like, oh, if I could just get a, a free set of tires yep. for my dirt bike <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. a new driver, yeah, yeah. you yep. know, for the golf Tis, course, fishing you would know, be like, oh, yeah. you know, and then yep. and then actually that's funny because that's that can get frustrating for those of us in the what we'd call the legacy media right because mm-hmm. if you think about it right, think about the days before social media everybody would come yeah. to the magazine mm-hmm. or yeah. to a TV show yeah. to promote their product yeah, and all of a sudden you know you got a guy like Clint Casper where he's willing to go and tell all his Facebook followers how great you know, somebody's new broadhead is mm-hmm. just for a free pack of broadheads. And yeah. we're like, I'm trying to feed my family over here, man. <laughs> I ruined it all. he's yeah. giving it away for a free, free
3: pack
1: of broadheads yeah. and I'm trying to sell space. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right.
3: Right. <laughs> so what Christian's saying well, is before I started helping out <laughs> Peterson's bull hunting writing for them, he's like, God, Clint guy, we don't yeah. like him. What's yeah. he doing? Yeah. He's on well, Instagram. Look at what he's doing now. <laughs> right. Well, we gotta get him to
2: join forces. They're yeah. going work
3: for us. You yeah. can't
2: beat him. <laughs> join them <laughs> <laughs> well it's a supplement to each other yeah you know, yep. the, you know and but you know if we started out with those small deals that mm. now i would be like we just can't do right. it because yep. it, there's value in what we do i mean yep. i think there always is but it depends on like how much reach and how much value it's really worth in, from a monetary standpoint. Well, like yeah. it or
1: not, buddy, you're in the
2: media business. I, yeah, I know. And, and, and it really
1: and does boil down to audience, doesn't it? The more the more eyes and earballs yep. you, you have. Yeah, you yep. you know, earballs. You, earballs. I like the <laughs> <I like> earballs. <that. laughs> did I say earballs? Yeah, you know? no, no, it makes
3: sense. No, it, does, it makes yes. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought you meant to say that. <laughs> See, I did too. I thought, <laughs> I'm like, earballs is what we get. That's what we need is earballs. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Nobody delivers. Earballs like the WCV. Hey, right, that's hey, podcasting. You like, need those earballs. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that makes
3: sense to me.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it just rolled in, you know, like we, I think we did a good job, or they thought we did, and it rolled into, you know, hey, I think this is worth this. Let's set you guys up and growing and work with each other, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where it all starts and just kind of rolls into. Snowball effect. Yeah, and it's, but I also so, enjoy like the business side of things, and I think that part of, of the outdoor industry is fun. Like, yeah, oh yeah. You know, the, the relationships and, mm-hmm. Like the, I don't know, strategies and game planning on the business side. Yep. I enjoy. Well, look that. at this
3: right now, what we're doing. Yeah. We've all, I mean, it, it's, this all has been a connect the dot. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. we didn't just all meet at the grocery store one day and go, oh, you guys work for, well, we do, oh, Clint, you want to come join
1: the podcast? Yeah, cool. You want to write? You guys want to, oh, I mean, that just yeah, well, happen. In, and, right. and, and you and know. I don't know what was the chicken and what was the egg because I don't remember how long it's been exactly now. Mm. When you first reached out to me about writing...
3: The year after, so I killed Extra in 2016, and that was the very first article that I wrote for you guys would have been the late summer, early fall of 2017. So we're working on five.
1: And were you hooked up with these guys before? Oh yeah,
2: I had done a couple podcasts with them. Well, we were just talking about this today. You were on, I had to go back and look. I think you were on well before 100 episodes. 50-something. I would and say 56, 50. Between 30 and 50. Yeah, and somewhere in there. Yep. And then... Uh,
3: Mountain Lion Hunt, I think, was the very first one I did. Yep. I shot that line in New Mexico, and you're like, oh, dude,
2: that's sweet. Let's do it. Yeah. That was my
3: very first and one. And we just kind
2: of kept in touch and became friends, and then the more frequently you were on, the more, like, your energy is strong, mm-hmm. the more people, listeners liked it, and then it kind of just... Uh, became consistent to where it's like well let's do a series and right around that same
3: time is when i started really kind of you know working with you guys i wrote that first article and we got to be good buddies and started hunting together and it, like i said it's just been a you know it's it's crazy you think about the connections and the friendships and how it's all pieced together like from five six seven years ago to where you're at now you're like man that's cool like i just i look back on stuff like that and i'm like wow that's really cool like who would have thought here we are today like you know mm-hmm. doing this you know absolutely
1: and uh,
3: you It's know, a blessing. It really is. I mean, if you think, really stop and look at the pieces and how they all got to fit together to make this all happen right now, what we're doing, it's it's pretty crazy. It's it's awesome.
1: Well, the, the good thing about this industry is, you know, there really aren't that many bad people. No.
3: No. I mean, you run no. into one
1: You've here and there. You've got some bad apples here and there.
3: But by God, that's every a, industry. It's really, I was going to say,
1: what industry is not like that? A, a lot of good yeah. folks. And he mentioned, you know, how he, like, you know, has that relationship with everybody yep. at his sponsors. You Absolutely. know, literally be able to call them up and be like, hey, you know, You know, did you get that big buck? Oh yeah, chasing back on camera. Or you know, how's your kid? How's your kids? Yeah, Yeah. uh, Yeah. I know he was in the basketball tournament. You Mm -hmm. know, last whatever. And, Yeah. um, Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, and you guys have started up, uh, like you said, you've 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 actually like like channeled out your 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 channel, if you will. Like, Mm -hmm. how many different streams do you guys have now as part of the WCB? Umbrella? Brand,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, we always do working class. We've never missed a week, and the whole time we've been
1: doing it. That's right. So what year did you start? Uh, 2015, March of 2015. March of 2015, and you've never missed a week. Nope. Now, actually, we should probably go down a rabbit trail right there because everybody with a microphone, I mean, a USB microphone's cheap. And mm-hmm. You can get one of those for about thirty bucks, and yep. everyone's got a laptop. Yep. So hey, you could be the next big podcaster out there, and mm-hmm. a lot of people think they're going to be right. Yep.
2: Well, and we get a, a lot of questions like how to start. It's Like you can do it from the Memo app on your iPhone. Yeah. that comes on it. Yeah, like, just depends what you want out of it, how you want to do it. Like it doesn't really matter how, you, what you get there as long as you get the result you want. Like yep. you can piece together whatever. You, I mean, there's just no right or wrong answer really, as long as you're getting it done. You think that's good? Yep. But yeah, little I mean,
1: little 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 known factoid. He mentioned doing the whole podcast on your phone. Clint Casper types every single one of his that, features me for Peterson's bow hunting on his. It drives me nuts. While
2: he's sitting in his truck. We, we talked about that. I'm like, I can't
3: believe
1: that. Get a <laughs> laptop.
2: Did God. you know
3: that? It's a true story. I've written one out of the fifty <laughs> oh, <I've, laughs> features. I mean, Dude, between I don't know how different I magazines that. and your uh, yeah, over a hundred easily. One I started and finished on a laptop. I said, I don't like this. I don't like it. When I'm at work,
2: Mm-mm. I've got
3: 20, 30 minutes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to work on a paragraph for that article for Berg. Eh, let's work on it. Oh,
1: back to work. Okay, save. I'll come back to it.
0: I'm Absolutely sending home. amazing.
1: Funny. Last man. night, if you were wondering why his stuff isn't that good when it comes, see, in, this, this is it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, I thought it was magnificent. Let's be honest here. Saving it. This Saving morning, it. my <laughs>
1: man.
3: See, I just invited him out the tricky hunt, so he's like, <laughs> "Hey, oh, Tim, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Timmy told me nobody else on the. <laughs> so, list. it's it's funny. Uh, this morning, about six thirty, I'm laying in bed, wide awake, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I yeah. ought to start working. I'm I'm about halfway done through the next feature article for you guys. Well, my roommate in the other bed, Tanner, he gets up to go to the bathroom. He goes, Casper, what are you doing? You're scrolling. I said, no, I'm working on this article. And he's like, yeah, I bet. I said, no, seriously. I flipped my phone over. He goes, you write your article? I said, Everyone one but one out of all the years. One. Man, I said, I, mean, I write it right here. That's amazing. He, I have he's to type like, on a keyboard. What? I said, I'm wide awake. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to do a paragraph or two and then I'll put it away. I never sit down and just start one and
1: finish one. I don't like to do that. I like to come back. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, if you wanted to know why, like the whole article wasn't one complete thought, but it was a 18 paragraphs <laughs> of 18 separate thoughts. That's why, because every time he has a good thought while he's sitting around, he pulls it out. And
2: yep. Here's my guess: you're not very good at typing on a keyboard. Cause you never do it, so it's probably more frustrating. I
3: actually, I actually enjoy typing. What I don't like is I feel like when I get it on a laptop or something, I got to start it and finish it. Whereas my phone, I'm just like. You know what? I'm on a roll. Yeah. I like what I'm doing. I'll read it. I'm
1: halfway done.
2: I'm happy with this. I'll come back. See, if you had an iPhone, you could just airdrop it back and forth. To your I know. And work I on know. And back to your phone. I know.
1: But he's got, he's got a MacBook on order, but he said yeah, he, so it's a supply chain disruption. Yeah, you right. keeping it from <laughs> being delivered.
2: You know what happened? I ordered my computer. I had it in three weeks.
1: There it is. Oh,
2: I got rid of the Best Buy deal. Did I you? Did. Yeah. had to go to the source. Just yeah. like, it's
3: just like my Maverick. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> it's out there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, no, I like had a terrible, to be Oh built.
3: man, that was not nothing against Best Buy because I bought mm-hmm. a lot of stuff from there. But wow, You're the Mavericks not a corporate thing. sponsor, are they?
1: Best Buy? No,
3: no, okay, no. Thought.
1: Neither is Ford, but I'd sign you up. Give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> the Mavericks are nice. <laughs> they are. You've got one on order too. I don't do. You? I do. Yeah. yeah, we may never see them, not till model year twenty three, anyways. <laughs> That's another tip for everybody, kiddies, though. Yep. Get yourself on Ford.com. Check out the new Maverick pickup. If you don't like it, they'll give you your 500 bucks back. I don't have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's a new Ford truck. Ford's come out with a a new small truck like Mm -hmm. the Ranger used to be. Until they made the new Ranger, which is almost as big as an F-150. It gets Uh, like, what, 38, 37 (laughs) miles? Oh, it has a standard standard hybrid powertrain. You you ordered one? Yep. It's 500 bucks, and if you don't want it, they give you your money back. You so didn't you, get the hybrid though. No, no, I no. no ordered the eco. Yeah, boost. I, I, I ordered oh, it really? gets like yeah. 25 miles to the gallon. That's mm-hmm. appealing.
3: Yeah, in my truck right now, I'm lucky to get 13, 14 if I'm lucky. What That's was your build? Same package, you got only different color. I got the orange, mm-hmm. that burnt orange color. Did
1: you get that? You got the off FX4? <laughs> FX4, yep. Did you, get, did you get the 4K tow package or no? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Did? yeah. I didn't get the 4K. No. Yep, so mine only tow a ton.
0: No, I'm so old when he first told me, I thought he meant the cars from back in the early 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I oh, just brought the Maverick back. He's like,
3: you
1: have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm so like, no. <laughs> Why would you and Clint want that car? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you put a good lift kit on it and some mud tires, I think you could get up the road at Kilgore. Just <laughs> strap, your, strap your bull out to the top and go.
3: <laughs> I think Eddie Clayton was like Clayton. I wanted that whole thing Back in the 80s. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's crazy. That's awesome. You
1: oh, probably no why goodness. in the world would you want that? Why would you get that? Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. All right, I think it's time. I think it's time for a little prognostication. Okay. I like it. So, we had a little Chinese before the show today. We did. We did. And I said we're yeah. gonna open our fortune cookies on the show. Mix it up. Now there's five here. Only four of us. Okay. okay. So has so, gotta sit out. So fate is gonna intervene here. Yep. Okay. Which fortune cookie do you want? But I got eat- mine. All right. What we're going to do, one at a time, one at a time, we're going to open these. You're going to have to read your fortune. Okay. But your fortune is basically, you need to interpret how that fortune is going to determine your 2022 bow season. Okay. okay. All right. To the bow season. So bow season. Not just in
2: general, to our upcoming bow season. I think Demco
1: should go first. Uh I like it. I like it. All right. right. We'll We'll go this way.
2: All right. This, is, this could be
3: challenging. I like this. This is good.
0: Should have brought my glasses. You got to eat the cookies. Oh, I can oh. read it for you. Oh, tomorrow. man. Can you read Chinese?
1: Confidence <laughs> isn't something that you get. It's something that you are. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, oh, you're the man. man that's an five. easy one. Wow. <laughs> well, your oh, is going to be solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had that that's one. That's an easy one. Yeah.
0: When I go out in the stand, I always think that I'm going to see and get a deer. And I like that. Even wow. this year, I ended up not getting anything. But there's something. You were out late in January. You yep. have to have that. Or you're not going to do those sits when it's cold. Yeah. Once Christmas comes, at least here nobody wants to go out and hunt unless you're like a diehard flintlock hunter here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're a bow hunter, you have to have that perseverance and that dedication. Yep. You have to have the confidence. Mm-hmm. That at some point, you're going to have that right opportunity. Yep. And so I've carried that with me um, since I was young. Um, you know, it's uh, I didn't start hunting until I was 18, but mm-hmm. uh, I started bow hunting by the time I was 20 because I just thought it was that yep. fascinating and yep. that challenging. Mm-hmm. But for bow hunting, you have to have that confidence because you have to have a lot of things. No matter how good of a bow hunter you are, you have to have a lot of things fall in your favor. Yep. And so confidence sure. is huge.
1: And now he's like 65, so he's got like 40, 45 years of bow hunting experience. Yeah. He, he said yeah. he's carried that with him. I think that you need to take this fortune and put that in your wallet, yeah, yeah, carry I'm, that with you, because I have a feeling that there's going to be like a megabuck in your future.
0: When this I all, In my 1970s yeah, yeah. Maverick this year, yeah, with yeah. my, <laughs> my bow there. in the back seat. To yeah. Ohio,
3: because this has all falling into place for you. I was like, hey, come hunt my farms, come hang out. And then you draw that. You know what's going to happen. Yeah.
2: All right. butter, well, I love. That, I love that you. I'll got still be me. sitting there in January. Am I going next? <laughs> He's no, no, no. coming. What, were you going to say He's something about it? Well, him? yeah, like he got the easy one, but he still gave a really awesome answer. Oh yeah. If I would have got the easy one, I would have given a shorter answer. Be like, well, I just said it. I'm just. I'm just confident to me. Competence, I'm going to kill yeah. one. All right, probably, you're up. I'm you're next. up, guy. That's yeah. probably the question. That's probably the type of answer you'll get anyway. Yeah, Plus, that might the worst. All right. I don't know.
1: Some of these fortunes are so just abstract. Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Don't be over self confident with your first impression on others. Oh. That's a tough one to apply, isn't it? Oh, bow hunting. Don't be over self confident with your first impression on others. How can that apply to my bow season in 2022? Maybe. Over self confident in the first impression on
1: others. Did you actually say over self confident? Instead of just overconfident, that is bad grammar. They need an editor. Hey, it's probably somebody
2: who doesn't speak English. It would make
1: more sense if it just said, don't be overconfident. Maybe you're going to have someone new come into your circle.
2: others. But of others doesn't really apply to hunting. But but
1: but you can twist it a little bit. Okay, let's twist it. Maybe it's, go ahead.
2: Um, Don't be, let's go overconfident with your first impression on others. As far as, maybe my, I don't know how to twist that.
1: Well, I, maybe, I guess maybe, I, I'm never
2: overconfident when I go bow hunting because that gets to be your downfall. If you go in, you're confident but not overconfident, yeah. right? You know that there's a Confidence chance it's yeah, not going to happen. But, but, not,
1: but it's no talking no. about your Cocky first isn't. impressions. So maybe like a new a maybe new you maybe you go scout a property and you think like, oh, this area over here is like the gar hole.
2: Right. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that's be,
1: actually where there's a big buck bedding. Okay, we'll go. Don't like be that.
2: overconfident with your first impression. So there I twisted it. Yeah, I mean. Don't overlook a spot. I mean, be open-minded. Don't overlook a certain area. You know, yeah. I've been going straight to whitetails when I'm thinking about these. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that is a thing. You can get too rigid and think that yep. a deer's not going to be in a certain spot. Then all of a sudden, you might have tried something to realize that's where he's at.
3: Yep, he pops I up. Mean, there he is.
2: On a new property, especially, that uh, this could apply. And I oh, hunted yeah. a new property this past season. And there's a little bit of that. And I don't think I ever got overconfident because you have to be malleable in your hunting tactics. Otherwise, what, what are you doing? Yep. Um, yeah. I think I didn't do nearly as good a job as you did, but that's why I'm going to go with that. I like it. So you you can be malleable mm-hmm. on your hunting tactics. Be open-minded. Don't overlook things, right? Like Does well, that work? Did yeah. I twist that too much? That's good. Okay. I give him a thumb up? I like it. I'm going like, next. I, I got a C. C average on that. We're we'll
1: saving Casper for last. Yeah. Because I, like, yeah. I know that pretty much the whole audience wants to yeah. see what Casper's I want Clint to
2: scream over a fortune cookie. Screaming. So. <laughs>
1: And by the way, neither of <laughs> you guys, I like, you guys like this. Oh, these? I love fortune Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to eat in mine after I do this. Yeah, we just can't do it into the mic. Dun,
3: dun, dun. Here it is. Whoa. Is it easy or oh, tough? Oh, this man. is a good one. Oh,
1: I mean, this is good. Clear your mental, emotional, uh, and psychic space, oh, and you'll oh. see. Oh. Oh, God. that's an easy one. God. That relates back to mine. Yeah, uh, All right, this is actually gonna get a little deep. Oh. Because it's mental, it's emotional, it's psychic. I like it. I mean, those three words are on my fortune. Yeah, all right. Okay, this has gotta get a little deep. Yeah, okay, take it there. All right, so I started this job in 2008. Mm -hmm. So this is like my 14th year as the editor. Mm -hmm. Man, when I first got this job, you know, I mean, I knew it was gonna be awesome. Right. But it wasn't more than a couple years in. And like, I was honestly starting to feel like the pressure because I felt like when I started to go on all these bigger hunts Mm -hmm. and going to these better places and hunting with all these other people who had killed like so many big things, you know, like Mm -hmm. you guys talked about earlier, some of the people like the icons, the Mm -hmm. heroes, the celebrities. And it's like, I got to measure up. And honestly, I started to get myself into a bad place Mm -hmm. where it was like, when I would succeed, it wasn't like that joy. It was like almost like relief. Relief, really? right. Or like a short-lived validation. And yep. then like you had to get on the treadmill yep. and prove yourself. And there was, there was a season. I don't remember exactly what year. I wrote a whole article about this at the time. But... I had done quite a bit of traveling over the course of the fall. And mm-hmm. this was back when my kids were young. Mm-hmm. So I got two boys. They're 18 and 16 say, yeah, they, now. They, they'd have yeah. been a little this guys. This would have went way back when they were like in elementary school. Yeah, yeah. And so my wife would always be pulling her hair out at home because when you're away, you know, it's busy with the kids it's and tough. stressful. And I had been on a lot of trips and I really wasn't having a lot of success. And I was just feeling down about everything. I was feeling down about my hunting. I was feeling down about who I was as a husband, as yep. a father. And I was on my last hunt of the year. It was in December. It was like a week before Christmas, two weeks before Christmas. I was out hunting on this ranch. I was out hunting with Mike Stroff uh, down in, in, in Texas. Um, everyone else in camp had tagged out, and mm-hmm. it was like down to the last day of the hunt. And I was Ooh. sitting in this stand. I like it. And it was the last afternoon. Uh-huh. And I'm like, literally, I was talking to God, talking to God. I'm like, Lord. I'm like, I just don't know, what are you trying to teach me with this season? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've poured my heart and my soul and like I've been all across the country and back and forth and I've taken so much time away from home, from my family. I got nothing to show there. I got nothing to show in the Mm -hmm. field. And it was like, you know what? I'm not, like from now on, I'm like, no matter what happens from now on, I'm hunting with a clean heart and pure intentions. Yep. That was actually the phrase that came to my mind. And ever since that day, literally, clean heart and pure intentions. So talk about clear your mental, emotional, and psych- psychic space and you will see. Literally, it means like, don't go out there with your own agenda. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't go out there thinking that you're in, first of all, you're not in control, nope. yeah. okay. Second of all, it's not about you. Yep. If You go out there for the experience. Maybe you're going to succeed, maybe you're not. Mm -hmm. Maybe success is something completely different than other than what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long story short, gets to be the last hour of the day, sun's starting to settle down towards the horizon. I'm like, Lord, you know, it doesn't happen now. Like, it it ain't going to happen, you know? And literally, this buck shows up, like this gnarly Texas buck, like with great mass and a couple, like, kickers and stuff. Oh, nice. He comes in. I end up shooting this buck. He, like, runs off and, like, crashes into these bushes. And it's the only time in my life I literally cried. Yep. I literally sat down in my tree stand and I cried. And I'm like, you know what, God? Like... I don't know why you had it all go the way that you did, but, like, I, I feel that there was a purpose in that. And so uh, I, ever since then, it's just like, you know what? When somebody else kills a giant, dude, freaking slap yep, him yeah, on the absolutely. back and look him in the eye absolutely. and tell him that you're happy. And, sure. like, you know, just yep. just don't worry about yep. it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, what you're going to do is what you're going to do. And guess what? You're not a better hunter... The day after you kill a 200-inch buck, than you were the day before. That's right. You're yeah, the yep. same hunter. That's right. Just with a little bit more experience and a yep. really cool memory and yep. an awesome trophy for you all. but you're the, mm. you're the same person. Same guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so man. anyway, like yeah, clear, clear all that garbage out, yeah. and and go into your season embracing it for whatever it's going to be. Yep. For you sure. know what I mean? Don't don't impose your own expectations on on nature. Uh, yeah. That was great. Man, that's good. That's yeah, deep. That was good. that's a wall worthy. Fortune
2: as well. Yeah, that's yeah. That um, is. I'd I'm still rather
1: have Demcos.
2: My grade went from a C to a D now.
1: <clears throat> you think? You're, you're lowering your... Yeah, I just... I, I think he's got an A. Oh, you guys are both casting. Oh, yeah. You guys yeah, are, you I think guys think are he's teachers. he think yeah. I was a solid B+. Plus. Yeah, but I'm Casper, getting grounded for my report card off mine. Hang on.
3: I got it. Ah, Ooh. You did it.
2: <laughs> I love those. I love them. They're great. They're great. They're great. Come on, Kasper. All right. Let's see what we got. What what are we going to get? I don't know. I don't know. I'm about to find out. By the way, I agree with you on some of those feelings too. When it comes to hunting, you know, certain things work out for re- in ways you can't explain. You know, a little bit to make you.
0: But you sit there and oh, you just wonder. my mule deer hunt, man.
2: Oh,
3: uh, the whole time he's talking, and after you. That's all I was thinking about. That, I was thinking about us in Wyoming. Me on the spotter watching this buck come. Kurt's here. Here's the buck, and I'm like, this could happen. This I think, is gonna wow. This is gonna happen. He's at full draw. I'll. Never, I mean, I get. I got. I got goosebumps just talking I'll, I'll about it. I'll just show it.
2: Christian my video. That. Yep. One. I always say I'm going to post but I'm, I'm just not. You'll like it. We'll show yeah. It. Oh I'll yeah. He'd get a, a big kick out of that. Yeah. Anyway, Clint, we'll read it up. All right.
3: Oh man. Customer service is like taking a bath. You have no, to, that's not. What it you says. have to keep doing it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. Demco, did you set this up on purpose?
1: <laughs> Hold on a second.
0: It, it, right. was, it was all in the shuffling. I don't know if you watched that sleight of hand there.
3: One more time. I need
0: you, you guys to, to t- focus. Put- I need you to really
3: focus here. Uh, oh. Dude, he's going to pull something out of this. <laughs> Customer service
2: is like taking a bath. You have to keep doing it. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Clint like, "How are you? Do you got to twist
1: that? You can't. I mean, yeah, it's you gonna have, have to, to be, twist it. yeah."
3: And just to make sure that now, I want you to read this to make sure that you look at it. I, there's no words skipped. That's that's what well, it is. That's,
1: that's your fortune. That's what's that's, on it. Well, it's got lucky numbers on the back, though. Your lucky numbers are 45, 18, 30, 16, 12, and 54. You so know
2: I mean, what? you could play those. SecondFortune.com really... is to blame for that one. Yeah. Man, gosh
3: darn. Customer service is like taking a bath. You have to keep doing it. Well, he's
1: stalling. This is tough. I, I, it is tough. I'd be a stall. It, it I, I stall. know what it means for it him. It is tough. I'm not telling him yet.
3: I think the, the you. phrase, you have to keep doing it. So I've, I've got, uh, i say. Remember, it's a family show. That's right. That's right. I've got a... <laughs> a vision in my head, kind of of, so I am not full time in in the hunting industry. Like I, you know, like right now, not yet. You know, you have left a job and you're like, hey, I'm all in. Okay, I've always wanted to be that guy, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm super proud of you. But at the same time, I'm like, that's almost more motivation for me. So I left the job this fall mainly because I was promised more time than what they were going to give me and when it comes to the kids you know two little boys easton and keaton comes to life um i remember thinking you know man with the hunts and kids and things like how am i going to make this work and then i started Mm -hmm. thinking am i going to be happy doing this is this what i'm going to be happy doing you know yeah started thinking about it and i'm like what do you love to do okay besides you know two boys number one i mean whether it's a doctor's appointment, a basketball game, just hanging out on the couch with them, that's that's my number one. Okay, what's underneath that? Bow hunting, farming, you know, me and my dad have a great connection. You know, you've got to be around, dad and I. Um, love to farm, you know, and I'm like, that's their family business, you know, and, and the hunting stuff. I'm like, man, like what? At this point, you and I are getting ready to launch our series.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Start turning the wheels in my head. I'm like, you know, I could sell my house. And I could start over and keep grinding and working and scratching and clawing my way at what I'm doing, what I love to do, Mm. save money, make money, and be able to kind of fit a life around the things I love. Because I've always been a guy where it's not, for me, it's not about how many things do you have uh, when you die, how much money do you have, or how many animals did you kill, or how many trips did you go on? It's more of experiences. You know, I want to be the guy that was like, man, that guy went for it, like, Mm. Anything he wanted to do, that guy just went in. Whether he failed or succeeded, he went for it. So I remember thinking, like, you know, there's these things I love to do. How do I make a life around it? How do I make a living for me and the boys doing what I love to do? And it just hit me. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go all in on what I love to do and hope it turns into, hey, I'm living a dream, working jobs that I love, making money and making a living for me and the boys. I, I'm closing on my house this week. Big deal for me. Like, um, I'm going to go live with a good buddy. Hopefully going to be able to roll some money over, build what I want to build, what I would call a dream house, with Barn Dominium. Continue to farm with my dad. Love to do it. You know, family business, want to do it. Continue to write, continue to podcast, and hopefully those things keep growing, keep just, you know, me personally just grinding and scratching my way to do what I can do to grow that. I'm just all in. And this is, customer service is like taking a bath you just have to keep doing it so i'm viewing it as i just got to keep doing what i'm doing what i love to do what i think's right for me and see where it goes the man upstairs is in control that's pretty good i, I like
2: it wasn't really to your bow season but it was about life
3: about like well i'm i guess i would relate it more towards this season is going to be like a, a big deal for me because it's the first time that i really feel like I'm relying on something I love. pivotal for your passion for bow hunting. Yes, passion for bow hunting, and that turning into wow, a good portion of your income to support you and your two boys is now coming from the hunting, bow hunting world. Yeah, Yeah, and and that's kind of a a sink or swim thing. Like, that's on me, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I put into it's what I will get out of it. So,
1: you know. I just thought there was a way simpler answer as the editor. It means yeah. that, but Clint, that's that's Clint always your job to, for me. Simplify. Clint, Clint needs to stop passing all the good animals that come by him and hey, kill more crap. I try to tell him to shoot everything. That's true. You know, the reader is your customer. The this podcast is listener is your customer. This is true. And we're here to serve the customer. That's right. So that means when you're in the stand and you have like one fifties and one sixties walking, plus. walking by, one fifty plus, one sixty bucks, yeah, every day. Your job is to pull the string back and make content. You know, it's not just about you anymore, Casper. Right. I'm going to I'm going to convict him. You want to be full-time in this business? You're not going to do it killing one animal a year, two animals a That's right. year. Yeah, like so you're going to have to right. By the right. way,
2: if you guys ever need validation on whether or not to shoot an animal, just text me. And, uh, do uh, it. I'm, I'm like... I...
1: Do you have that emperor?
2: Do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It. it is. It's... it's <laughs> It might be a little harsher than that at times. f and do it? No. I mean, I'll say it. Kill. Yeah. Uh, Explanation point. Loud. Mm-hmm. it's more of like, because it, it's short answer and you can read it quick. Mm-hmm. When that you're in the that can get
1: dangerous for us here in Pennsylvania, Mark. We get a lot of spike bucks and... Well, Stuff like that's that. not that's not a kill-worthy text. Oh, right. We wouldn't bother. Yeah. When there's
2: a 158-inch 10-pointer at 25 true. yards, and you're sending me pictures of it, look, <laughs> this is broadside right now, that's what you're going to get
3: back in he, response. It's funny, because I sent the same, same day, same photos. Yeah. You were hunting in Ohio. I was... Ohio. At, I
2: was I yeah. was out there. He was Did hunting, you guys scream the same thing. Out? I was, oh, I was yeah. Like 5 miles
3: away in yeah. the He was hunting on my other farms and he was like, yeah. why? "Why? why, Casper? Why?" Yeah. What are you I waiting wish for? I would have
1: been in that tree that morning.
2: Mm-hmm. I would have
3: right.
1: gladly shot that S.O.B. Right, yeah.
2: Hey, you yeah. know what? You wouldn't have got uh you wouldn't have ruined your fingers from the cold if you would have killed that one back then. It's true. And then the it's buck true. you you shot now would have been 180 next year. <sighs> It could be right.
1: It could be right. Well, that was that was a. Pretty you can't good, play that game. No, no. That was a pretty good exercise, Mark. That was the first. I like that group fortune cookie opening that we've ever done on the podcast.
2: We got to open this to just see.
1: Well, I we was thinking it? about bringing that home for Timmy, uh, or. Okay. or yeah. No, no. Timmy needs one. He has to have. I one. think we got to bring it yep. home to Timmy. This and goes to Timmy. I'm going to make Timmy take a picture and text you. Okay. I want to know run. what. Yeah, we need a
2: video response. Yeah, I want yeah. He
1: needs to explain. He's got to relate back to Timmy. Back to yeah. His yeah. Okay. A video so. response to yep.
2: lay in on this podcast. He, he did probably.
1: mention he was ready to go shoot a turkey <clears throat> the other day. So and this might relate to spring, that. Spring turkey is okay. coming. No, so like so uh, let's let's wrap it up with this. We could have gone another two hours. And I know sometimes you guys do. You go two yeah, hours. Oh, yeah. We but I'm a, not going to do that. We, did, we did, did a five
2: get... hour on episode five. <laughs>
1: you guys <laughs> yeah, have got to did... go out tonight.
2: You got the rest of well, the Well, we crew. got an, a
1: reputation to keep up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Doug's in town and he's excited. He is, check out Harrisburg. It is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is known, you know, there's many like, Las Vegas. I think there's Monte Carlo and then there's like, you know, Las Vegas and then Harrisburg. Right it's there. Like a close yeah. third. Yes, that's what well, I heard. So especially I heard. in February. It's a real golden <laughs> <Right>? spot. Right. <laughs> You know, yeah. are we
0: close with this? Is this is this close? I is heard Berg- w- quality. What happens yeah. in Harrisburg stays in Harrisburg. I like that. Noted. I
1: like that.
2: Well, I'll take this out and impress somebody with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you guys uh, want to read my portrait? Yeah, check it out.
1: <laughs> so, so what's next for you guys on the WCB side as you look out here? Twenty two right? You, you're yeah. coming off a big year, a great year. You picked yeah. up a lot of sponsors. You're at all time high here mm-hmm. in in downloads. You know, your audience continues to grow. I mean, what are you seeing as you look out at the year ahead?
2: I have a master plan in three angles. I think and maybe not within the next year, you know, there's a lot of work to do, like in the avenues we're in to establish them and get the footings in. You know, the footings are still, you got they got to harden up and mm-hmm. we got a lot you're, of work. You're still
1: driving the pilings.
2: Yeah, so. I think so. Yep. But, uh, you know, I have a a three tier master plan. I guess there may be not a three tier, but a three split master plan uh, for working gospel hunter as a company, as a media company um, to evolve uh, with an I ideas. I, I'm trying to. I'm a little vague here, but I don't want to give away my all my ideas. But I'm basically going to. I want to push through outdoor podcasting into a spot it hasn't been or a way it hasn't been looked at yet from um, a consumer standpoint from a Industry standpoint, I'm yep. um, on different angles and kind of do some stuff with it and get it more respect. I feel like the respect it, it deserves, Yep. I guess, in a, in a way, like a Letterman late-night respect, as in, like, it's a real form of media that people need to see the power and the weight behind, because I think soon there's going to be more weight behind podcasts than there is an outdoor television yep. um, because of its long form and what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. So kind of vague, but that's where my head's at right now.
1: Well, that's another parallel, even that I see with print mm-hmm. that you can't do in TV. You mm-hmm. know, yep. TV yeah. a whole episode. You know, once you subtract the commercials, is like twenty two minutes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you have to show right. a hunt and <clears throat> take care of your sponsors. Yep. It's impossible to do what we can do. You know, in like a five page article. Yep. Yeah, Same thing, oh, yeah. What yeah. you guys can do in a three hour podcast. Right. You know, yeah. They, they can't right. touch you. Now, I will yeah. say this because I'm always I'm always working in the spiritual angles, mm-hmm. especially on you. You gave me I. I you didn't give me any details. I don't know what his plan is. Okay. But you gave me biblical truth there. Because he talked about the three. He's got a three-legged yep. <laughs> or a th- or like a three-stranded cord. Yep. Can't be broken, man. Right. That's very stable. A three-legged stool or 3 strands. Yep. you know, one person on their own, they're easily gonna be defeated. Right. Two, that's good. Yep. But when you have three, it's like money. Triangle. So, Triangle. He's got that T- triangulated. I mean, WCB is not going to be stopped. I'll tell you that right nope. now. Nope. I hope not. Well, what right. about you, Casper? Man, you're gonna you you're just kind of tying into that fortune, right? You're gonna try and make it go full time this year. Hey, you know, I mean, do we, do we need to start a. a a funding platform for you. you Support yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah. Support. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsor. Yeah. spot. sponsor Casper's like full yeah. time aspiration. Sponsor yeah. OnlyFans. I'm, <laughs> counting,
3: I'm counting on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> OnlyFans.com forward slash
2: <laughs> Casper.
3: No, I mean I think, you know, <laughs> to uh kind of piggyback off what Kurt said, I mean, I think the sky's the limit on some of these platforms and, and what's you know, I mean yeah. I've Always wanted to be a writer. that's been my since I was a little kid, my mom and dad, you know they tell stories all the time they are like we remember you couldn't even read but you're looking at pictures of North American Whitetail and Peterson's and deer and deer hunting and in your your man, someday Dad, I'm gonna be in here you know and like it's like I'm living this dream and now I'm here. it's like, okay, so now what? like where do I how do I branch you know where do I go from here? And for me I'm never like a, I'm just never settled with things like I'm not one to pat myself on the back and be like, all right, I write that's good that's cool you know i'm always thinking what's how do i keep climbing and keep making this more of like you're never content yeah i'm just never content you know and that's kind of my i guess strategy throughout what i'm doing now is you know i knew nothing about podcasts got connected with kurt and wcb you know still doesn't yeah we're working on it we're working on it yeah we're working on it hey it's fresh man yeah and, and it's like, that's a whole other angle for me now. So it's like, you know, I've got the writing. I've been doing that for a while. Like, I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on that. Now I I've dove into the podcast world. This is all new to me. So now I'm like, oh man, I want to learn. And I want to, when I do something and you can attest to this and you can too, I mean, and, and you probably, I'm sure have picked up on this. If I dive in, I'm full throttle. It's 120. There, there is no 80. There's no 70. If I'm going to do it, it's bam, we're going to do it. So for me, it's, I want to, you know, put out, Great episodes, great content, whether it's a photo on Instagram, whether it's a photo for you, articles for you guys, a podcast. You know, I mean, I've got these platforms now. People are giving me a chance to, Casper, here it is, do something with it.
1: That's motivation for me. You know, I'm I'm never settled with, hey, that was good, but. Speaking of motivation, you ought to be getting Pelman and taking him out with you tonight. You need more digital assignments. I like that idea. And you're always thinking, gosh, no, I, told All you, right, Demko, I told you I told this guy's always thinking. What's your what's your twenty twenty-two outlook? I guess we're doing this now to wrap up, because they gave their twenty twenty-two outlooks.
0: Twenty two on life in general, on strictly on everybody's going down this road. Well, you know <laughs>
1: you either gotta do that or tell everybody your deepest, darkest secret.
0: do that do that he just tells us that do that whoa
2: Whoa. Jeez, (laughs) Mark
1: yeah I've before I've
2: done I you to
0: piggyback on what what they're saying here you know Peterson's brand is strong yep I mean obviously been around for 40 years print publication yep but the website's taken off like crazy yep the podcast is growing social media You know, I've been in the industry for a long time, both in the outdoors industry Mm -hmm. and in the marketing communications industry, and uh, it's really good. There's so many ways for people to digest and absorb and Mm -hmm. enjoy content now. Mm -hmm. And so in some ways, the sky's the limit, and it's (coughs) great because, you know, uh, whether you enjoy doing things on your phone or you still sit down with a magazine, Mm -hmm. we have an opportunity to reach wide array, a diverse array of audiences, but they still have that one common bond. Mm -hmm. And it's hunting, specifically bow hunting. And so these people they come at it from different angles, whether you hunt with a bow, uh you hunt with a compound, recurve, traditional, or you hunt with a crossbow. They all still have that passion right that gets them out in the woods.
1: I'll tell you my 22 game plan right here. And for those who are just listening, by the way, you got to go on YouTube now if you want the video version Ooh. of our podcast. Because I took your advice. Yep. I'm only uploading the audio yep. on Podbean, nice. which goes out you know, to yep. Stitcher and yep. Google yep. Podcasts but and on Apple YouTube, Podcasts. Spotify. But if, but if you want the full video, they're YouTube. on our YouTube. So if you prefer the video format, you go there. But people who just want to do the audio, they I, I was getting complaints because the video files are so big, and yeah, sometimes yeah, they yeah. buffer, right, and it's yeah. not a good listening right, experience. Right. So I think that was money, but right here. So if you can't see it, okay, Kurt's wearing a hoodie. I'm grabbing his hoodie. I'm riding Kurt's coattail. <laughs> I like it. If I can just get the working-class bowhunter crew to say... I don't always read bow hunting magazines,
0: but when, when I, do, I do, yes, Bernadette. I read
1: Peterson's, Peterson's Bow <laughs> Hunting. I like it. We will yes. rock it in twenty two. Yes. That so, is true, though. It is. It's the it is, is.
2: only one I subscribe to. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Well, and and you know we do have a podcast, so I can't I can't quite say that that Working Class is my is the official podcast of Peterson's right. Bow uh, Hunting, but but I can say that I don't always recommend our own podcast. Only <laughs> but whenever I recommend another podcast, You're right. it's always working class. That's I like it. I like that. I'll I'll I like that. Yep. I'll take it. That's good. That's good, Berg. Yep. So there you have it. Guys, I mean, that was a fun conversation. Oh, <laughs> been a great time. Thanks was, for having us. Absolutely. Probably, probably a little bit more like your format than our typical format, yeah. but I think that's good. We tr-
2: uh, I think we <laughs> usually bring that to other podcasts yeah. without being too reckless, you yeah. know, but... It was a good time. A
3: lot of fun. It was. It was. We I appreciate mean,
2: you guys having us over and showing us around. I mean, this is great. It's the first time, Yeah. you know,
3: everyone's like, oh, what's it like? And I'm like, I haven't been here yet. You know, I've not got a chance to come and check out the facility and look
2: at everything. It's been great. we have never seen a muskox in a cubicle before. Oh. That
3: is,
1: <laughs> yeah. A full,
2: a full, full body, body mount yeah. muskox. Yeah. Even a moose that's, I don't know how big We'll post some is. photos.
3: We Kurt and I took some photos of kind of what's going <laughs> on in here, and, and, and we'll post some on social media and stuff. Yeah, the muskox is it's really, really cool. It's yeah, a so, pretty
2: cool office. With a moose, a
1: gigantic Alaskan moose, right above it. Yeah. I mean, where's that at? And an elk, and, an and awesome yeah, oh animal yeah, 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 yeah. Lots, lots of, of lots of critters in in the the office here. Well, guys, enjoy the rest of the outdoor show. Yeah. Um, I understand you got some more product to sell, but about half of it is already been cleaned out and you got half a show yet to go so
2: doug brought more he threw in, and eric overnighted some stuff yep. so, so. for the weekend Well, right. the good
1: news is don't make more folks so if you can't get to the great american outdoor show this week i bet you you can get on working class bowhunter when you when you listen to this podcast you can go on their website and they'll be ordering more merch so yep. there will always be some available well thanks a That's lot right. guys it was great yep. uh travel safe and we will do it again soon okay thanks for having us man. thanks for having us Thank you. look forward to it
0: Thanks for downloading the Peterson's Bowhunting podcast. All bowhunting, all the time. Pick up the latest issue of Peterson's Bowhunting magazine on your local newsstand or connect with us online at bowhuntingmag.com.